It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another Captain video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Joe and joining me to discuss the best armband candidates for game week 17 is Fantasy Football Scout's Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yep, good thanks Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of uncertainty around at the moment with uh, with COVID impacting yeah. games. Um I suppose all we can do really is just react to the info that we yes. have at the moment. But um, yeah, it's, fair, it's safe to say there's going to be a lot of unknowns heading into this game week. I know. Right. It's been, there's been some shocking news. It was, it was been so shocking that my beard fell off. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we have to, I'll have to muster through this game week beardless. Um, uh, before we have a look at some of the key captaincy candidates, I understand you've got a few words to say about fan team. Yeah, so there's a uh, there's a new game uh, gone up on Fan Team now, which is called the the World Championship of Fantasy Football. It's an absolutely massive prize pool on offer, um, and I believe that you can win tickets to that um, free entry to it on on site, or you can uh, you can get involved yourself by uh, by paying. But it's it's basically it's a it's a two week uh, two game week competition, which starts in game week nineteen. Um, which I think is Boxing Day. Um, and you, it's basically picking, it's essentially two free hit teams for game week 19 and 20, um, which looks quite fun, actually. So, um, yeah, I think you can win tickets on the site. So uh, go and have a look at that. Great stuff. Um, before we have a look at some of the uh, candidates for the captaincy, uh, just to welcome those that have joined us um, in the chat. Uh, Murphy, uh, Niraj, Doi, Dale, Ryan, Colm, and many more thanks so much for joining us do remember to press the like button um, and also to subscribe as well those that haven't already subscribed thank you so much for those that said that the cleanly shaven me looks like the younger version of me my younger brother um my oh, own, maybe i should do that for next well week, my, so. my own family um when that when i shocked them with my lack of beard yesterday said that i look like my dad who is um, considerably <laughs> older than me as you would imagine being my dad um so um Thank you, everyone, and particularly uh, Murphy and um, Doy for the being so complimentary. Let's move on. Um, go, on, we got to, We're going to start with Salah because in one of those weeks where there's so much uncertainty, who's going to play? Um, we don't know. 
about Liverpool Newcastle. We hope it's still on. But in a world of uncertainty, what is certain in FPL, Salah gets some returns as your captain. How many returns? We don't know, but he gets some returns. So, um, yeah, let's have a look. Salah got some stats last four game weeks. Actually shows that Jota once again Expected goal involvement um, is is the better option if you are a fan of expected stats. Salah is second, close behind. Then Robertson, Alexander-Arnold and Mane. Um, so, yeah, I mean, especially in the context of this week with COVID, um, the postponement, um, for those that don't know, Manchester United against Brentford is off. So we're not going to be talking about Ronaldo. We're not going to be talking about Tony, any of that lot. Um, what do you think? Salah for the captaincy this week? Well, yeah, I mean... Another goal against Villa at the weekend, penalty winner. Um, he's now returned either a goal or assist in 14 consecutive game weeks, I think it is. Um, overall, in all competitions, 21 goals in 22 appearances. So, yeah, I mean, it feels like a bit of a no-brainer again um, this week, um, given all the uncertainty and the fact that, that Ronaldo isn't in action tonight. Um, they're up against Newcastle United, mm. um, who lost 4-0 at the weekend, yeah. um, who seem to be persisting with this Joe Willock, John Joe Shelby uh, screening the back four, and it, it just doesn't feel like... It's not It's not a good screen, is it? No, well, it, yeah, there is no screen, and it feels <laughs> like he's going to have to try and address that, I think, and I'd expect to see a defensive midfielder or a, a proper holding midfielder come in for this one, but... I mean, they've conceded more goals than any other team so far this season. Um, they're bottom of the expected goals conceded table. I think they've just got the one clean sheet. Um, and just everything points towards Salah this week, doesn't it? Yeah. As per usual, really. Um, but even more so given the fact that that United game is off because Ronaldo did, of course, uh, yeah. edge him slightly at the weekend, albeit by a small margin. Um, Definitely. And, and there are all sorts of other rumours. We'll get to Man City options a bit later um but there are also rumors circulating we do not know how true they are that there could be some issues with the man city game but i haven't seen anything official or anything even no. substantial there, around that no no there's nothing from any kind of channel um official kind of outlet or, mm. or news channel or anything like that at the moment it is just a few rumors yeah. circulating but obviously something to keep an eye on this afternoon because uh it, it, everything is changing so quickly at the moment uh, with the game. So, um, yeah, just, just keep your eyes peeled on the Scout Twitter account this afternoon and we'll update you with everything. So. Um, well, well, let's have a look at the uh, Whipping Boys table. This is uh, the last four matches. Now, because COVID already, has already started striking, we've also had snow with the uh, Spurs against Burnley. So not everyone has played the same amount of matches. So I can't sort by game weeks. So I have done for the last four matches. These are their mm -hmm. last four matches that these teams have played. So it's a bit more accurate um, in terms of gauging form. And that shows that uh, the Watford um, defence, in terms of expected um, goals conceded, and indeed goals conceded, is, is the worst performer over their last four. And then Leicester, um, in terms of expected goals conceded, are, are second to them. But they've actually only conceded six. So arguably, they mar they've been marginally... Uh, lucky not to concede more and mm -hmm. then there's Newcastle they're sort of doing what they should be doing really conceding lots expected goals conceded around seven they conceded seven um, and then Southampton they've con now the Southampton defence 
it could be perhaps not as bad as it looks, although it is still bad. Um, expected goals conceded nearly seven, but they've in fact conceded 10 there. So that could indicate that um, they've been marginally um, unlucky. Um, so yeah, from what you were saying there, going back to it again, Salah against Newcastle. Um, there we go. One of the worst yeah. defences. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Everything seems to be aligned. I think if you were going to, Look elsewhere at Liverpool. I think we need to we need to mention Alexander Arnold. Mm, um, okay. Villa didn't record a shot on target at Anfield at the weekend, despite playing okay. Um, and Eddie Howe and uh, Newcastle. I don't think they've scored in either of their away matches under him so far, mm. um, which suggests that Alexander Arnold could be in for another big week. I think he's outscored Salah in five of the last six game weeks now. It was only at Goodison Park when Salah outscored him. Um, I'm not the type of manager who's going to be looking at a defender. It just doesn't suit my play style, but you can't really ignore that. And no. I think I pulled up a stat. I think I think he's outscored him 56-48 over the last six, which just tells you how well Alexander-Arnold is playing and producing consistently as well. So, um, yeah, I think if you're going to, if you did fancy moving off Salah, I'm sure there's a few people that have that thought every week. He would be probably where I was looking at. Yeah, I mean, every week Alexander-Arnold proves himself to be the better or an outstanding captaincy shout because he has goals, clean sheets, bonus yeah, um, and an assist potential, of course. Um, but yeah, in this week of uncertainty, the captaining of a defender is maybe not for now. <laughs> it's, it's it's maverick. It's, yeah, it's maverick. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. uh, just want to say hello to a couple more people who've just joined us in the chat. Um, FPL Sonaldo, aka Andy. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, and nobody, and that's someone called nobody, has just joined us as well. Um, so thank you and uh, hello. Um, let's have a look at some expected goal involvement stats. Um, yeah, last four matches. So once again, not every every team. And every uh, uh, has played the same amount of matches. We can't do game week, so the last four matches they have played. Um, so that that's why people are looking at that and say, Calvert Lewin, he hasn't done anything for the last four games. Well, no, he hasn't. This is the last that's four right. matches they have played. Mm. Um, Jota's still top of it, still top of the list. Out of all players that have played the last four matches, Jota top, then Salah, then Ronaldo, who's of course absent this week against Brentford, then Calvert Lewin, unavailable at the moment, um, Sterling. Firmino, Jorginho, Gundogan, Tielemans, Neil Mopé at Brighton. So there are um, some other options there. In a week of uncertainty, if you want to go ultra maverick, I think being maverick this week is really maverick. <laughs> but out of that lot, um, it's one that wants to intrigue me, I guess, are the City names. Um, yeah, there's no sure. Foden or Bernardo Silva. And they're, they're the ones, we'll talk about Man City now, I guess. They're the ones that we're talking about and in the community, but Raheem Sterling is could be the one. Um, Raheem Sterling for the armband. What do you think against Leeds? Well, he's well. Well, he's playing really well, and he and he's starting matches. But with that, it sometimes becomes a worry. I think he's started the last five lit in the league now, playing for over eighty-five minutes in all of those games. So immediately with Pep, you think, well, is he due a rest? Is he due a rest? And I suppose that's the worry. Um, but he certainly, you know, he, he, obviously that's given a bit of a boost by the penalty at the weekend, that XGI. But yeah, he's playing well. And any player play, uh, regularly starting in that pet team in one of those wide roles, those forward roles, is going to be a good option. 
I think Bernardo is the is the kind of the form pick. He's he's, he's running pretty hot right now. Um, I think he's eight, eight, eight attacking returns in his last nine. Bit of a fortunate assist at the weekend, I think. Bit of a dubious penalty mm. that I thought. Um, but he's ticking along. Foden is still my preferred route into that City midfield. Um, came on as a sub at the weekend and uh, Pep was talking about some ongoing ankle soreness, but he looked fine to me. I think um, providing that game does go ahead tonight, which at the moment we expect it to, um, you know, I'd expect him to start in that one. Um, and then you've got a few other players. You've got Gundahan there. Yeah. I think he actually he leads the City midfielders for XG per 90 across the season. Um, but again, he was withdrawn at the weekend. Pep's in his press conference has said that everybody aside from Torres is fit. Mm-hmm. But does it? you would expect De Bruyne to come back into mm-hmm. this one tonight. Um, and Bernardo was given that rest in the Champions League. So then where does, where does Gundogan fit into that? Um, so as a captain, that, feel, that feels really probably a bit too risky. Yeah, we, um, we've got a few questions in the chat around Gundogan. Lots of people own him. Uh, They're perhaps thinking of moving, switching him to perhaps another City asset. As as. Yeah. Uh, as we said at the start, uh, we, 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 we hope that the City game is going ahead so people can have the luxury of that move. I think possibly it might be a luxury move this week to transfer Gundogan out when he could play. He could easily score well. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We're trying to predict Pep and it isn't an easy thing to do, is it? But um, certainly looking at the way I expect De Bruyne to come back in. So then you're essentially looking at either one of one of Bernardo or Gundahan. And just yeah. given that silver rest, I'm not expecting Gundahan to start. But yeah. that's not based. That's just my thought process. It, it, there might be nothing in that. Um, looking at some of the stats, we've got the last four game week stats on the screen. Um, looking in terms of shots on target last four game weeks, it's Sterling and Silver. Um, who've got six shots on target there. Gundogan with four just behind. In terms of chances created, Sterling again, 14. Um, Mm. Gundogan is just behind with eight. Then Bernardo Silva. Um, So what we're seeing is, I mean, the eye test um, says Foden. He looks the most exciting, Mm. could be the Mm. most explosive. The stats say Sterling. Mm. But if you're looking for the surety of starts, as you've said, Silva's had a had a rest in albeit you know in Europe so you would imagine he plays he seems integral as does Cancelo who we have yeah. we have in the picture and is out because <laughs> he's suspended mm. um yeah. so um silver looks a safer option for the armband that we'll definitely play Foden's the exciting one mm. Gundogan yeah. is not we're not sure and Sterling yeah. really should be the one <laughs> Yeah, it's just that it's just that. I mean, because when we talk about Liverpool, you know, we we talk about Salah as that main option, and then maybe Alexander Arnold Jota. But with City, just the volume of players we're talking about now suggests how difficult it is to pinpoint who will play. I mean, Mares hasn't played much recently. Does he come in this week? Mm. De Bruyne hasn't played much. This seems like the perfect game for him to come in. Um, get 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 you know 60 70 minutes under his belt for him so and, and that and with that comes so much difficulty because mm. when you're picking your captaincy your, your captain each week you want to be feel pretty sure that they're going to get 80 to 90 minutes and that that is the difficult thing with with yeah. city and um even moving players around like yeah. people are talking about taking Gundogan out this week but then if he gets get if he if he sits out this one surely he looks better to yeah. start for the next one so it's just it's incredibly difficult mm. and if you're 
if you're doing it for free, then it's one thing. But then if you're starting to get hits involved, I just think you're going to run into trouble with it. Yeah. Um, so maybe with these City players, it might just be worth riding it out and um, and knowing that if they are benched tonight, then there's, there's, a, there's a good chance that yeah. they'll then make it at the weekend. So. There, there will be a lot of people with Manchester United and Brentford players in their teams. Um, there's also... Yeah. It's it's there's a there's a number of um, uh, injuries uh, at Southampton as well who have been. Yeah. You know, he's a player. Norwich against Villa, your team. Mm. Ollie Watkins is a player I'm I'm considering getting in, um, and then Norwich Pookie as well. So I mean there are options here perhaps. Yeah, I mean I um, I like Ollie Watkins as a pick. There's obviously. These um, Gerard spoke yesterday in his pre-match press conference and said that a couple of first-team players had been um, tested positive for COVID and were now isolating. Now, um, the Villa social media team uploaded a training clip yesterday, which did include Buendia mm. and Watkins in it. Now, obviously, a lot can change in 24 hours. Anything can happen. But but going on that, okay. um, it suggests that Watkins is going to be OK for it. Um, he's been leading the line in the absence of Ings. Ings, I think, is, at least we think, is back. Mm -hmm. That has a bit of an impact on his positioning. Um, back against Brighton, it was um, Watkins went a little bit deeper, kind of in behind mm -hmm. um, Watkins. Gerard tends to play quite narrow wingers, so they're not yeah. out really wide, but mm -hmm. they kind of are a little bit withdrawn. Um, I wasn't as keen in I was at that match. I wasn't as keen on his positioning then, but it's very, very early days. Um, you know, to start judging him on that. And I don't think that Ings starts every game from now on in any way. So I think that he will see plenty of time of okay. him. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, so Watkins, it's a good fixture. Norwich have improved at the back um, under Dean Smith. Um, looked pretty good against United for large periods, I okay. thought. But um, yeah, if, you, if, if people are looking to sell Ronaldo if they need to, then I think Watkins is probably one of the better forward options. Okay, um, Man City leads we've already covered. Um, a lot of these we can skip through, particularly Brighton against Wolves. Yeah. If any, yeah. if any game in the history of football <laughs> has nil nil written all over it, it is yeah. a, a Jimenez less Wolves against yeah. a COVID impacted Brighton who can't score yes. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think even Potter touched on that in the press conference, didn't he? He said he hopes the fans are coming and realising what a good defensive team Wolves are, are. And he's just warming up for a goalless draw, isn't he? Yeah. So they don't get on his backs again. No. Some, someone may nick a goal, but I wouldn't want to captain anyone that game. No, uh, Burnley, geez, against, no. Burnley against Watford. Um, uh, Dennis is the top mm. scoring FPL yeah. striker. Uh, King is the expected goal darling of Watford, although uh, Dennis's um, expected stats are actually improving as well. Um, mm. Yeah, Dennis or King for the for the armband, the ultra maverick. Well, it was an interesting game at the the, the weekend, wasn't it? Because mm. um, Dennis was the one who was. I did rotate a little bit, but Dennis was yeah. the one taking up more of that central yeah. role, and, and King found himself quite quite far back on that left side at times. Yeah, I, I had which, a look um, at the, the heat map of that, and yeah, mm -hmm. you know, bore, bore that out definitely. Yeah, and so was that a one-off tactical Ranieri idea, or is it something we're going to have to get used to long term? Um, I, I think we can expect to see King back through the middle, but that's just a hunch that I've mm. got. Um, Dennis, I mean, he's, he's just producing, isn't he? He's just, um, I think, is. 
is XG Delta's plus 2.91 over the last few weeks, which tells you how much he's kind of yeah. how hot he's running right now. Yeah. Um, but we've seen before with players that they that they can continue over shorter spells mm-hmm. doing that. Um, I think he's had a direct hand in 12 goals, which wow. only salarized more. Mm-hmm. So um, do I have enough confidence in that Watford team mm-hmm. to captain one of their players? No, mm-hmm. I don't. But um, it's kind of hard to argue against the, the the kind of the goals and assists he's putting up at the moment, and um, a good a good option for your FPL teams for sure. Right. Thank you, because I've just got him in. <laughs> My ah, <side>. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, another sort of pro and a con for Dennis, and and indeed for the captaincy consideration or vice captaincy, if you think that somehow the Liverpool game might be off, um, is that Dennis there uh, is in the long list of forty squad for Ni- the Nigeria squad for, yep. for AFCON but Nigeria have a new coach or at least have sacked the old coach um, who Dennis wasn't in favour with so he could be playing for a mm. place in his for to, to play for his country could be and that, that as we've seen can be a big motivating factor uh, for players on the pl- on the downside he obviously won't be available in the Premier League in January if that does happen so um, the better yeah. he plays the worst his chances in January but more points in December hopefully yeah it, feel, it feels like a bit of a short term move but at the moment with all of the, the, the Covid kind of going around and stuff it's hard to look at that far ahead isn't it I'm just kind <laughs> yeah. of focusing on getting 11 out this week but yeah, yeah definitely a consideration okay. for, for people bringing him in um, Crystal Palace against Southampton. Um, my vice captain is Gallagher at the moment. Yeah. Southampton yeah. have barely got any strikers left. Armstrong, Adams, Brozier all look like they're definitely out. Che Adams is definitely out. And uh, meanwhile, Gallagher is once again playing more attacking. Did you, I mean, you spotted that when you were writing about the games. Gallagher is sort of. Back up, back up frontish, is he? Well, he'd, he'd had a quiet few weeks running into that game at the weekend, hadn't he? I think Schlupp had come into the team and was maybe a little bit more advanced when he was in. And then there's all of those conversations going on about, on about the impact of Milivojevic as well. But this weekend, um, Vieira tried out this new three-man midfield with um, Cuyate and Will Hughes and then, of course, Gallagher. And it just seemed to kind of set him free. He just had a lot of licence. He was a lot further forward. He had seven shots at the, the weekend. Um no, no player had more shots than him at the weekend. And um, he was just so involved. He looked so hungry. Those late runs into the box, which um so effective. And suddenly from a week ago, I think I saw people sell him last week because of what they'd seen in the previous weeks running up to that. And now suddenly he looks like probably alongside Bowen, probably yeah. one of the very best mid-price options yeah. in the game. Um, so, and, and this Southampton game, yeah, you, you spoke about it then. I mean, how much attacking threat are they going to be able to offer with those players out? Probably Redmond and Teller, maybe even Shane Long up front, who knows? So, um, even. Yeah, you, yeah, we don't know, but it's going to be, you can see Palace having a lot of possession in that game. Um, and uh, yeah, Gallagher looks like mm. definitely one of the very best options this week for the for the midfielders. And um, going back to your point about the vice, it's definitely advisable yes. to to captain players from different games. Mm. Um, so so what? Ideally, you would probably captain somebody from the two fixtures tonight, just because we're closer yeah. to them. But that won't be possible for everybody. So if you're looking at options for tomorrow, and we're looking through that list now, do you know what Gallagher from tomorrow night is probably mm. my pick of those options? Yeah. Then. So. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's why people are 
you know, sometimes we get comments saying, it's just Salah, just end it. <laughs> but this is why we're talking about some of the other matches, because the vice-captain could be, could be crucial. It could be, um, it could be, yeah, definitely. Now, Ar- Arsenal against West Ham, um, We there was a statement out from Arsenal um, just a few minutes ago, actually, saying that uh, yeah. Aubameyang has been stripped of the captaincy over a disciplinary breach. I'm not sure what that was about. Um, all sorts of rumours. Uh, he was late, late coming back, right. I think, wasn't he? It? I think happened, he was, he, yeah, happened, happened before, before, wasn't it, with him? Yeah, and I think that's why. I think that he had he was allowed to travel. I think it might have been, or I don't want to say where to actually, I'm not, not totally no, sure, but no. he was allowed to travel. Um, and then I think it was he turned up late again. Oh, and yeah. um, like you say, it's not the first time, and so yeah. you do it the second time, and it's difficult to keep him as yeah. captaincy yeah. with Arteta trying to implement and, some um, kind of strict guidelines and rules at the moment. And, and they're also, they've also said that he will not be selected for this West Ham mm. game. So he's definitely so, out. So, yeah. so that would mean that we're looking at the same old Saka, Smith Rowe, Odegaard, um, Lacazette, Lacazette, yeah, Lacazette, and yeah. uh, West Ham, uh, Bowen, Antonio. It just hasn't shown that form just yet. So for the captaincy, so for this this one, if you were to mind it to captain someone, I guess <laughs> Lacazette for the ultra Maverick. Yeah, it feels like a tough game. This, I mean, you're talking about two pretty good teams. Mm. Um, so I think. It's, it wasn't a fixture which immediately jumped out to me because it feels very hard to predict yeah. this one. Um, and Antonio is going through the. I thought he looked. I thought Antonio. He really impressed me against mm. Chelsea, yeah. and then just at the weekend, uh, mm. he just didn't seem to quite get going. And it, it feels like he really needs a goal now just to to get that confidence flowing again and um, give him a bit of a lift because uh, I don't think he's scored since game week no, nine now. It's I'm, been a pretty rough patch. I, you know? I think with, with Manchester, uh, sorry, with West Ham, um, I think they could be one of those teams that perform better against bigger sides that have more possession. Maybe. They are quick on the break. Um, they can yeah. get do well from set pieces. Um, but, well, but when that, they've got position, they're that, not using it. Yeah, that leads itself to Bowen then, doesn't it? You talk yeah. about set pieces, yeah. on some corners, you talk about that counter-attacking game. He's he's often the furthest player forward for West Ham anyway on that kind of right channel. So, yeah, good op- good good option. And the fixtures to follow for West Ham, I know we're talking about yeah. game week 17, but the fixtures to follow are so good for them. Mm. So I think that's why that's why I said earlier, like Gallagher and Bowen, they feel like the best picks in that category at the moment. Yeah, um, so options there. Uh, Leicester against Spurs. Uh, Spurs decimated by COVID. We don't know... Um, I think it was rumoured to be Son, uh, Davis. Um, I don't think Harry Kane was affected, but I don't think anyone's going to go there for the armband. And then same with Leicester. Vardy is not, you know, rotation risk. It's, it's Tielemans or Madison really would be your ideal ones. But yeah, it's just the, I, I yeah. don't think there's anyone to captain here apart from Madison. No, I, th- I mean, Rogers did come out after the game the other day and suggested that if the game goes ahead this week, that the Vardy would be, I think he said he would be fresh and ready to go. Okay. So that kind of suggests that he probably yeah. would get a start. Okay. But we don't know. We, we don't know about that fixture no. at the moment. I think there, were, there is a press conference scheduled mm. for tomorrow, which is encouraging that at least they're talking about that. But um, we, we are, we're in the dark with that one really at the moment, um, which we probably still will become deadline. So um, probably best to look elsewhere. And obviously these these matches on Thursday as well. And you brought up that that great bit of insight there. In the, um, the further this week goes on, the further terrible news might occur. Yeah, and, and yeah. We might be minded to... Um, uh, vice captain someone perhaps tonight or or, or Wednesday yeah. so Thursday um, we've already covered Liverpool Newcastle 
uh, I say New- Liverpool and Newcastle options, Liverpool options against Newcastle. Um, Chelsea and Everton, the only other ones. Um, Lukaku should be starting this one, but um, just the price tag, really. There's nothing else appeals to me to captain him. Oh, you cut out then, Joe. Sorry, oh, sorry. sorry. I was talking about Chelsea against Everton. Yeah, sorry, you did cut out then. So yeah, che- yeah. Okay, so, Chelsea yeah, against so, Everton. I mean, L- uh, Lukaku. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, he was um, he was benched again at the weekend, wasn't he? Had a real limited cameo off the bench. Feels again like a good game to start him, but where is he up to with his fitness? Is he capable of playing 75, 80 minutes? Um, or is he going to be withdrawn a bit earlier? I mean, I did have a look at Lukaku as a Ronaldo owner and thinking, you know, would that be a switch I'd look at? I don't think I'm too keen on it, to be honest. So um, I think at Chelsea, you're probably looking at Mason Mount, aren't you? Um, aside from that, um, you, you know, you've got your, your wing backs, but um, the defence isn't exactly at the top level at the moment and that would be a concern. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um yeah, I mean, it's another week. Salah, there are other options and it does pay to have um, a good vice-captain in hand. There are some other good options. We have mentioned quite a few. For myself, it's Gallagher. Um, uh, for everyone else, we've got lots of other content um, that's, that's already come out for this week ahead of Game Week 17. Obviously, we've got the articles coming out. We've got, we've got um, updates on our Twitter feed. So do keep an eye on Fantasy Football Scout for the articles that are coming out, especially the team news um, uh, so we can Definitely. get as much information as we can ahead of tonight's deadline, which has been put back quarter of an hour because the yeah. Brentford uh, and Manchester United game uh, is not on. Um, but in the meantime, thanks uh, for everyone that's joined us. Um, and Tom, thanks so much for joining me. Um, it's a tough week, <laughs> but good luck with the captaincy decision. Until next time. Cheers, Joe. See you soon.